The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our epistle reading for this past Sunday from Romans chapter 13. We're looking at verses 1 and 2 where the Apostle Paul said, Everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, he who rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. My dear friends in Christ, how many people do you know who are completely satisfied with their city or state or the United States government officials? Actually, doesn't it seem as if when people are talking about politics and talking about those people who are in public office, usually what's the case is people are complaining. Usually they're complaining because there are different policies and things that the officials are doing that are not right according to that person's perspective. We really need to be thankful in our country that we do have the right to have differing opinions, to disagree with our officials because well, we do have that tendency to disagree. That's something that's just in the human makeup, unfortunately, that we love to disagree like that. We can be thankful that we have the right to do that, but yet, what does the Apostle Paul here say? He says, everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. And now what that means, of course, is that no Christian is exempt from submitting to the authorities that are over them. And when it comes to submitting, it means submitting to all those authorities who are, who are over us, from the local cro crossing guard up to the president in the White House. God wants us to be submitting to them because there is no law, no official that isn't in place except that which God for some reason or another has put into that position. That doesn't mean, of course, that all rulers and all laws are good and right. And a matter of fact, there are many inept authorities, many laws that are laws that would promote things that are contrary to God's will, we should work to change them. Well, for example, laws that allow abortion, laws that allow for aberrations from God's will for marriage, or any aberration from God's will, those are laws that are wrong and we as Christians would want to do what we could to try to get those laws to be what they should be according to God's will. Things like that are wrong, but there's only one circumstance 
only under one circumstance that God would ever want us to not be submitting and not be following the laws that are placed over us, and that is when following those laws, submitting to those people would mean that we aren't submitting to God first. The Apostle Paul said, we must obey God rather than man. But even our Christian disobedience under those circumstances, it's still not going to result in open rebellion, acts of violence, but rather a patient refusal to do what is contrary to God's will. And that may result in persecution or punishment that we'd end up having to endure because we have disobeyed, because God's will tells us to disobey. But it's important that it's God's will that tells us to disobey and not our opinions. Well, it's important to note also here that Paul gave this, these directives to Roman Christians, to Roman Christians at the time when the Roman emperor was Nero. And it wasn't long after this that what Nero did is he unleashed some terrible persecution of Christians. Yet even under Nero, what God says here is that God, for whatever reason, established him in his position as the Roman emperor. And since God established him in that position, still Christians would need to submit to him as the authority over them. They didn't have to like him or agree with him. They didn't have to do that, but they did have to look at him and say, God put him there for a reason. Well, Paul said, consequently, he who rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. Rebelling against exist, existing authorities, even if they are evil or inept, is still rebellion against God. And what Paul says is that our rebellion against those authorities, against God, will bring on us God's judgment. So we Christians will want to work at, at respecting and obeying our government. But this whole idea of submitting to authorities, that's something that our world has always struggled with, ever since the fall into sin, of course, that is. Adam and Eve, their sin back in the Garden of Eden, it was eating fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but it wasn't really just eating that fruit. Their real sin, when you get right down to it, was a rebellion against God, a failure to submit to God's authority who had told them, don't eat fruit from that tree. They didn't submit. They did what they wanted to do instead of what God wanted them to do. Thankfully, God didn't exact judgment on them immediately, as he could have done. He could have, well, he could have said, I told you if you ate fruit from that tree, you die. Well, they did die spiritually at that moment, 
And it was a long time later that they finally did die physically. That is what ended up happening. But God immediately provided an answer. He told them of that answer anyway. The answer came years later in Jesus. But God provided an answer because he said, I'll send the seed of the woman to crush the serpent's head, to defeat the devil. God came up with that plan right away and Jesus, he crushed the serpent's head when he died there at the cross and paid for our sins. And really we could say that throughout the course of his life he was crushing Satan's head because what Jesus was doing is he was doing what we couldn't do. We fail to submit to the authorities that are over us to God always. But Jesus, he perfectly submitted to his heavenly father, to his parents, and all those who were in authority over him. Jesus lived and died for us so that we who struggle and often fail to submit to God and to all the other authorities over us, well, he lived and died for us to take care of that problem that we have so that we could be with him forever in heaven. He submitted where we can't. He did that so that we could be with him forever. Isn't it amazing the love that God has for us? When we wouldn't submit to him, he sent his son to do the submitting for us so we can be in heaven with him forever. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, forgive us for all the times we fail to submit to you and your will and for our failures to submit to the authorities you have placed over us. Help us to better submit to you and your will and to the authorities you place over us. And thank you, dear Lord Jesus, for paying for all our failures and for keeping God's law perfectly for us. We pray in your name. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.